Gong check, gong check. I can put my Yankee cap on. Thank you for reminding me. It's on top of the gong. <laughs> All my life, I never stopped to worry about a thing. Time was on my side. I got something, something, something. Dance with me. I'm the one, the one you want. Honest, baby, show you love. The bit I bowed up about me. I got a something, something do. I got a feeling that for you. Yeah. Hey, this is Hard Pitch Eric, and you're listening to the Saucer Tribe Podcast with Johnny Chabasa. This is Lancel Lannister, and you're listening to the Game of Thrones Minute with Johnny Kilbasa. That's right, everybody. I'm Johnny Kilbasa, and famous people introduce me all the time. I hope you fresh off of coming off of 30 podcasts in 30 days. We're going to get right back to regular time here, and that means we're going to get right back to football, football, football. In the books, will we have a week five? It looks like it. Will we have a week six? Who knows? Who cares? All we know is you got on the waiver wire last night because all your guys are either hurt or got bye weeks or something like that. What do you do when life throws you a curveball? I'll tell you what you do. You came to the right place because we've got the man, the one who's gonna tell you what to do. High at the top of your org chart of your fantasy football league. We've got America's commissioner. Mishy's in the house. How you doing, Mishy? Listen, I am one of those famous people who introduced myself to you. And I got to tell you, Mr. Kabasa, there's a reason for it. I'm fine, Mr. Kabasa. We five in professional football. And there's all kinds of drama, all kinds of tremendous. Uh, Athletic endeavors being done by the men in uniform and all kinds of drama behind the scenes. The coach fired with this and that. You know, all that really, really, really. What really matters is how is your fantasy football team doing, Mr. Boston? That's right. Are you asking me or are you telling me, Michigan? See, sometimes my delivery needs a little work, but in this instance, after the first quarter poll, Mr. Boston, yeah, I'm going to ask you. How was how your thing? But first, I have a couple more important questions. That's sure. Mr. Kibos. Yes, sir. Going into week five, NFL 2020. Do you have a, uh, a fantasy football or a football minute for us? Oh, well, I'm glad you asked, Mishy. Sure. Let's see what we got here. Let's do it. Cold-hearted. Week four of the NFL, no ranking is safe. Week in college, wear a mask. Week in America, your downtown Panthers rolled out a school record 35 first half points as they swashbuckled the Pirates. Your upper Oconee Boo Dogs stick them at home. The long and winding road for Stetson Bennett leads to your shrubs. Nothing like a trip to Vandy for some rehab for the Bayou Bengals. Nothing like a trip to Ames, Iowa to make the Sooners feel like the Laters. Nothing like a trip to wherever the hell Tulane is for UCF's dream to die. The Nictator, 19-0 versus former assistants and roll damn tied in the 
Aggies combined for 994 yards of total offense. Houston's 0-4. See you, Bill O'Brien. Buffalo's 4-0. They're the best team in New York. Yes, in fact, they're the only team in New York that's won a game this year. America's team, Cleveland Browns, ran it up on the cowpokes. Then they let them come back a little so Jerry could have something to feel good about. Mark Aram's New York football giants are only two wins away from being atop the <laughs> NFC East in a postgame brawl about pregnant sisters was the big news of the day there. Improvised doubleheader Monday night. Brian Hoyer likes an upset. Guess not. And your Magic City Dirty Birds tried to play four quarters against the cheese balls on the MNF, but they didn't. There you go. There's your week four football minute. Thank you, Michi. You're entirely welcome, Mr. That's just, I, it's enlightening. It's enthusiastic. And this time, you know, I actually <laughs> and as if on cue, there's a champion and coming on. Hold on a second here. I'm holding. Hello? Is this a sausage hut? Yes, it is. And right on cue, we're bringing a champion into the house, into the hut, into your home, into your hearts. Champ Butcher, the vegetarian butcher. A leading authority on fantasy football in America. How you doing, Butcher? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Good. Always a pleasure to have you back here. And Mishy's on the phone as well. Champ, Champ, how you doing, Champ? I'm better now that I'm talking to you guys. <laughs> oh, that's fabulous. All right. Fabulous. Well, you just missed the football minute. Hey, you know, the football minute waits for no one, but you're here now, so we can get right on into it. I'm two and two in one, one uh, league. I'm three and one in another. I got Monday night garbage time blues because I got garbage timed right at the end. You uh, got housed. Uh, I didn't get. I got. What I a got, way to lose. I got Monday nosed night. out. Should have. Should have. Uh, you know. I've got Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes. Of course, seemed like Patrick Mahomes had the hot hand, but. Aaron Rodgers had the hot hand at home in front of no one, of course. And then um, I was going up against uh, Matty Ice, who was having a terrible game, but I really didn't think I was going to have a chance going into this game. But I ended up having a chance at it. Oh, the the Packers could have just run out the clock. If they would have got one more first down, I would have won the game. But no, they punt, and Matty Ice comes out and gets 70 yards of garbage. 70 <laughs> yards of garbage to win the game. <laughs> and for Kabasa to lose the game, yeah. For that's the Hexinator to win the game, yeah. So that's that's how yeah. that's how my week ended. How about y'all, Missy? Missy, Missy is uh, I'm king of the world, guys. I uh, I have a big ego and I back it up. Uh, I'm a winner <laughs> and a double winner. Um, in, at least in fantasy football, my teams. I'm I'm in my own league, the PSL paid. And I'm at 500, which is okay. And I'm in what we refer to the other league. And I'm the rookie there, and this is a PPR league. And I'm 3-1 and one looking pretty. I'm actually not pretty, but at least through four weeks, I'm really pretty. My nightmare, Mr. Cabasa, commences in week five. And you can ask me, why, Michi? Why, Michi? Why is that, Michi? Because... Because I got the butcher in week five. Uh-oh. This week it's me again, and I got the butcher in week five. Oh, we've and got an inner family squabble on our hands right here. I, I've taken, I've taken uh, drastic measures straight straight away, and I've changed my che- my team name for good luck. And because I'm playing the vegetarian butcher, champ butcher to America, Oslo Red Hook, um, Mishy changed his name this week in that particular league to. 
spider ham. And (laughs) I got me a little graphic of a pig and a Spider-Man thing. And I am Spider-Man against uh, the vegetarian butcher. I figured give me some karma, man. I'll give me a little shake up in the shake up. Are you shook up there, uh, butcher? Or are you just laughing at my folly? That's what the world wants to know. I am crying my tears about COVID (laughs) that is wrecking my team. Both leagues. COVID bug with Cammy Cam Cam bit my butt, Ooh. and I had to pick up Baker Mayfield in the Kilbasa League. Oh, that didn't serve me well against Prescott. Yeah, I'm one in three in that league. Mm. Terrible. And I'm five five hundred in the the other league. So, yeah. As far, have, as far- as part of the service here in the hut, we'll be glad to uh, um, take your uh, take your money, take your team, and just maybe suggest a few things for you. I know that uh, Kavasa has a program in place, America, but the truth of the matter is, the butcher will probably write her ship on both fronts and get her winning season going here in week five. I have, you know, I'm actually nervous. I changed my team name. That's all I know. It's terrible. <laughs> Changed my team name. I needed some mojo. I needed some juju. I needed some juice. I needed uh, Spider Pig against the champ. There's so much news in the world in the National Football League. You brought up the COVID. Um, you want to hear the craziest uh, non-news rumor that I heard today about uh, fans in attendance? Sure. Y'all? Sure. It was announced, uh, and this is, I believe, a mock announcement, uh, that in Miami they said, no, we'll – we're allowing 65,000 fans into the stands. And and I looked at that and I said, they don't get 65,000 fans in the stands for three and a half home games. <laughs> and, that's when, and that's when I knew that it was one of those people just having fun. It's early uh, or late, you know, April Fool's Day sort of thing. So there's a rumor hope. about that. They could hope for you know, people have nothing better to do, so they're going out seeing the poor fish, you know, at the stadium. I don't know. They could hope. Rooting for two. Uh, they don't have a dolphin in a swimming pool anymore. There, it's terrible. It's, it's just <laughs> no fun. Kabasa and I have been on the private plane, uh, Butcher, and we would. I asked, should we ask the Butcher to come along? And he goes, uh, no, not on this trip mission. <laughs> and we go, we we go to the three hundred five with some regularity, and we enjoy. Uh, little dolphin football but hey oh that's just that's just it for this week i gotta change can i change gears y'all do you mind <laughs> no do you mind i'm just gonna take a number here and it says nine two five and at nine two five i want to say mr kibosh complete this sentence hashtag america's team hashtag 15 and one cleveland browns 15 and one cleveland browns Super Bowl, Super Bowl for another week. <laughs> who does uh, who do your uh, lovely Cleveland Browns uh, play here in Week Five, Mister? I Kibasa? believe they're the table? they're traveling down I seventy one and across I seventy uh, over to Indianapolis. Oh, it's just a flip, by the way. It's just a flip flop. Yeah, you're uh, they're coming up to you. Oh, my bad. They're at home, and I oh that's right, <laughs> and I believe that there's no home since. You know, speaking you of the game. speaking of um, rules, I believe that the governor said that they could double the capacity. So I think they're going to take theirs up to twelve thousand this week. In the uh, 
First Energy Stadium in Cleveland, Ohio. I don't, I don't care who the freaking sponsors are. It's a, it's a dump. <laughs> it's a cookie-cutter crap stadium that should have never been built. Okay. It should have been a dome. They should have had a dome there. If yeah, I that's a, that's a pretty good that's a pretty good observation. You should run for uh, mayor or governor anytime. Let them hear this a few times, and we'll start the proposals and the paperwork. We'll get the intern on it. <laughs> this week, Mister Kilbasa, your team is playing a really nice off the out of the gate. The number one defense in football, Indianapolis Colts. No fans. Well, twenty four or twelve thousand people wearing dog masks, et cetera, et cetera. And the old man, Philip Rivers, is going to try and do something against the Cleveland Brown defense. And um, Indianapolis, I believe, is still undefeated. I believe now they lost their first game. So three and one versus three and one. And in this game, this is the game that the Cleveland Browns are going to prove it. Not just to you because you're a believer. You're a true believer. But to people like the Butcher and myself, because this week, a very nice Indianapolis defense is going to get run over by the Cleveland Browns, and it's remarkable. Mm. What do you think about that, Mr. Kilbasa? I think... 15-1, um, I know what you think. Well, we've got, you know, we lost Nick Chubb for six weeks, which is a, a damn shame, but a couple other guys stepped up, and we still have Kareem Hunt. We still have OBJ. We've got... Javoris Landry, we've got Austin Hoopa drives the boat. I mean, we've got a lot of weapons and and an offensive line. Are, are you kidding me? The Cleveland Browns actually have an offensive line. Oh man! I, so hey, I think Philip Rivers is going to come look. He's going to look more like the 2014 Philip Rivers, and he's going to pass all over the Browns defense. But the Cleveland Browns are going to score happen. some points. That's not going to happen. I That's not going to happen. Fantasy football-wise, if you are the Cleveland Browns, is Baker Mayfield, this is both of y'all, but certainly hashtag America's team first, is Baker Mayfield uh, capable of a 24-point fantasy football game this weekend? He doesn't hell need yes. a ball, so. <laughs> Hell yes. I got a hell yes from the Baker mania. Our touchdown passes is uh, Odell Beckham suddenly the, uh, as fast as he was a few years ago. Is Odell Beckham a touchdown maker this week, Mr. Kibasa? Is is he on your team too, Butcher? Is OBJ on your team? No, I, oh. I'm a purveyor. I'm, I was the purveyor of OBJ carrying me to uh, a stellar victory in week four. Thank you. It was beautiful. <laughs> you were. You called yes, it, didn't I you? Yes, I was. I did. I did indeed. I was automatic last week. I was. I, I wished in the archives and the Smithsonian can go back and get a copy of how much fun we had last week. That's what I want to tell you, Butcher. Sure. Touchdown maker, sure. OBJ. Yes. Kareem Hunt is going to have his first isolation stud. I'm the only guy in the backfield performance for the Cleveland Browns. And Mr. Kabasa, this time next week, you're going to say Kareem Hunt for the Hall of Fame. And Kareem Hunt is a 20-plus point, a top three fantasy football player against a tremendous defense. And why? Because Cleveland's going to win this game. And Baker Mayfield, I'm going to go with two touchdowns. I'm going to go so far as to say Baker Mayfield's going to run one in. That's 18 plus six. (laughs) That's 24 points. That's 24 points. That's it. And the Cleveland defense, Are you? would you start the Cleveland defense against a – uh, a team that has Philip Rivers and some question marks at wide receiver and a rookie running back. Are you going to say that the Indianapolis O-line can handle their business? Mr. Kibasa, Cleveland Browns, four sacks, 12 fantasy points this weekend. Yes or no? No. 
So what do you? Well, what? Yeah, what do you think, Butcher? I, I mean, I don't think that. That's a little pushing it. Thank you. Yeah. I, uh, America, um, Michigan's on a roll about defenses and defensive touchdowns, and I'm here to tell you, you could see a pick six coming out of Cleveland, um, and Philip Rivers is going to throw it on the flip side of the ball. My favorite hyphenated tight end, Ali Cox. He's going to catch some passes if you need a replacement tight end. 60 yards, he will find the end zone. Ali Cox, I have to get your player card. You're the man. The running back, Taylor, in Indianapolis, people will tell you that he's going to be sliced bread someday, and he will rip off a few gains. He will be a 12- to 14-point fantasy score, but he is going to – Green Hunt is going to make him look like a rookie this week. And I, I'm telling you, Mr. Cabasa. If you can get your hands on uh, Javaris Landry or your kicker or the Cleveland defense and take a flyer on them, you're playing like one of the best teams in football, and you're going to take care of business this weekend in Ohio, Mr. Kavasa. Mitchie told you so, and it will happen. <laughs> Thank okay. you. So you've got me rooting for the Browns because I root for the Browns. you got the Butcher <laughs> rooting for Baker Mayfield because you picked them up. Baker's a, I, I, how many times are we going to hear the term game manager this weekend for Baker Mayfield, Butcher? Um, is this a matter of a drinking game? Because <laughs> that's a good one. I might be intoxicated by the time that the game ends if I hear it enough. So. Are you, are, Butcher, are you proposing a half shot? Or a full shot every time this weekend when we hear Baker Mayfield and game manager. Is that what you're that's telling what us? Is that, is that the I'm, thing? That is the game we're playing this weekend. <laughs> Count me in, people. Count Mr. Kibasa. It's all on you. Do you have an option here? No. Done and done. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> I'm liking that. I'm liking that. So what's the over-under? Nine? <laughs> Tony Romo doing it not Tony Romo doing nine times what do you say tell I don't know who's calling the game but I'm guessing here well you could play the same game with Tony Romo saying special and you know be on the floor by the time the game ends <laughs> well Butcher, where have you been all my life <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness nice we've known each other a plenty long time I needed a reason to take out the shot glasses. Not anymore. <laughs> I, I I hear two four vote that this becomes a permanent segment in the sausage fantasy football for us. Sure, sure, sure. My goodness! Any good news in the uh, Denver Bronco camp, um, Ms. Kilbasa? No. You guys got a you guys got a big ball game. You got a big ball game this weekend. Yeah. And, Mm, what's going to happen? It's a team that is uh, dropping like flies with COVID. Well, who are you playing this weekend, dropping like flies against COVID? Patriots. Patriots lost their defensive backfield. Are they playing that in Foxborough? Or are you going up in the in the in the? Uh, yeah, you are going to Foxborough. So the Patriots got COVID on the team. What are the odds of this game being canceled? Uh, Anything think- in your opinion? Well, I guess it depends on uh, Cam, and he has to have two negatives five days before the game, I believe. So I guess it's like today. Yeah, and I will have to look for that. No, we'll have to look for that. That's a good. That's a good. And so, if Cam Newton is playing this week, is he a starter against in the Denver defense? 
Yes. You're gonna say yes because yes, he's because he's because he's Cammy Cam Cam six 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 two hundred eighty pounds of football player. You saw how bad they did without him last week. I mean, that was a train wreck. I think they Indeed. pulled the plug on Hoyer too soon. In that game. Oh yeah, yeah. They had to let him warm up a it, little bit. It was messy. It was not pretty. There were any number of pro football games like that, and there have been. It's it's uh, it adds to the roller coaster that is fantasy football. If you look at the pro game and say, do you enjoy the quality of these games? Well, it's the year of the COVID. You can maybe put a little slack. But overall, there's been some sloppy football over the years. And less than talented teams are in abundance. And that's always, um, you know, as far as the pro game goes, that's always just disconcerting. But as far as fantasy football, we're here to clean up and win leagues. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean there, Butcher? I'm playing you this weekend. I expect I expect showtime. I expect bells and whistles and expletives and assorted other things. But that's not. <laughs> I, but I. But I. But I digress. But well, Denver Broncos. Don't let us. Uh, ahead, don't let us let go of the butcher without before getting a wager going with between you guys. But and have they announced who who is going to start in New England if Cam doesn't play? I I would think I would I think it would be I would think it would be Stegman. As you remember, he had that he was the starter before they got Cam on the cheap this summer. And for whatever reason, they went with the older guy, probably to replace him. Um, Stedman was hurt and he lost the job. But insofar as Brian Hoyer, um, you know, he looks like my accountant. I'm sorry, he does not look like a football player. And he showed it. And I like Stegman as a quarterback. I think the tools are in there. Um, the running back, White, is back. They got a completely tangled backfield in New England. Um, one guy's out, one guy's in, the rookie's in, the rookie's out. I couldn't tell you. Can either of you tell me which running back is going to contribute uh, fantasy football-wise for the New England Patriots this week? I Butcher. can't see it. Um, Eckler, probably. Um, nah, for New England, for New England, for New England. Oh, sorry, sorry. Um, <laughs> I was multitasking. I apologize. Um, what, were you looking at photos of Austin Eckler or something and washing his car or something like that? <laughs> yeah, I was having a little fantasy moment. I, I apologize. That's why we're here, Kabat. Uh, that's why we're here. I'm not sure we're talking about the same thing, but this is the fantasy ferocity. So here we go. God, I don't know who's going to do it. I mean, it, it really depends if Cam plays. It right. Really, you know. It makes it near impossible, again, to take New England Patriot players. It really does. Um, and that's crazy I mean, because they're, I think they're a really good team. Really well, do. and Edelman and him have such chemistry. I mean, Edelman didn't do poop. It, you know, it it really depends if Cam's there and – and if Edelman could step up his game, I mean, he kind of had a shitty game. It's true. Mr. Harry seems to be a player that's coming along. The rookie Damian Harris was the hot name last week. He came back. Um, I'm a big fan of one of these days I'm going to pick up James White just for the uh, storyline. And he's back with the team. If I was always in a pinch for a running back, James White would be a guy I would reach for. But chances are, unless there's going to be some COVID announcements, I would stay away. I would really stay away. Can we talk about the good news in this matchup? And that is the Denver Broncos. Mm. Um, Butcher, <laughs> what do you think? 
Sure. Uh, sure. I don't know if that's good news or not, man. They're still a dumpster fire with injuries, so. And yet, and yet they got Melvin Gordon on the team. Yeah. And, he, and he the, is the, the only saving grace, and he is in my lineup. Melvin Gordon, Melvin Gordon it can beat. In this weekend against you, Melvin Gordon can beat me single. He can be the single best running back in this game. And against the New England defense, um, they're going to try and run the ball. Um, I would start Melvin Gordon with no hesitation. Tim Patrick came out of nowhere as a touchdown maker last week. No one picked him up. Everyone knows his cousin who lives down the street, Eddie Patrick. He used to play in the Monsters. <laughs> Jerry Drudy, Jerry Drudy is your one guy. Noah yeah, Fant. He's uh he's he made a nice touchdown play last week, if I'm not mistaken. Noah Fant's supposed to come back from injury this week or next week. And if I'm not mistaken, you go on a bye in week seven and eight. I believe it's seven or eight. It could be six. But the real good news, the real good news is Blake Bortles is on your team to play against the New England Patriots this weekend, Butcher. <laughs> All of and and I'm not sure Denver's announced the quarterback, so I may be doing a press release here, Mr. Gilbasa. But your man and my man, Blake Bortles, is on is set to be the starting quarterback of the Denver Broncos. Holy this week. crap, Anoli. <laughs> you want to take a flyer um, on on some magic? I would take a flyer on Blake Bortles this weekend, and you go on uh, down there, <laughs> and you just and you just watch the fantasy love that Michi is making happen on this podcast right now. But the real good news, in all seriousness, uh, in all seriousness, Drew Locke is ready to come back. Um, I doubt highly it'll be this weekend. I would not doubt it would be next weekend if he's available anywhere because people cut him. Um, you can do what Michi did today and pick him up. I saw because, that uh, <clears throat> because based on what the butcher said a few weeks ago, um, the man's a gunslinger, and you guys are going to need that little swagger to uh, play some competitive football and face all these injuries. So if he's available, look at, do a little long-range uh, happy scouting. Listen to the butcher following Mushy's uh, and Mishy's sort of uh, dust over here and uh, pick, up, pick up the quarterback in Denver. I don't see New England losing this game. Any predictions aside from uh, Melvin Gordon scoring two touchdowns on the ground and one in the air there, butcher? The Denver Broncos? I'd be happy with that. You imagine, America, I'm talking about another running back. Mr. Cabasa, I'm talking about another running back. Three touchdown performance. New England is so very nice, but I think they got a little bit of chaos, and I think the Denver Broncos can come in and keep this game a little tighter than everyone's thinking. I'd take the Broncos in the points and ride Melvin Gordon's train. Go Broncos. Sounds good, man. I like it. I like it. Go Broncos. Are the Patriots on Who their way to having playing? the worst team in the last 10 years? I think the Patriots are 2-2 two and two at this point, and you could expect that. We all kind of expected that. Um, I went ahead and um, found a loophole in um, the league the Butcher and I share where uh, their league managers opened up the bench and added players due to COVID. And we have all since found out that NFL.com will not allow you to shorten your bench. You can't go backwards. You can add to your bench. And in that league, they decided just to open the bench up completely. Um, and I took advantage of that. I picked up a third defense, Mr. Kilbasa. I got three defenses. <laughs> Butcher, I got three defenses on my roster. Wait a minute. And, I'm looking at your roster right now because 
that is yeah holy which, shit. <laughs> and, and and what you really need to know is the Kansas City Chiefs are on that roster that scored me 25 fantasy points and won me a game last week um and the other teams on all three of those teams play the Jets in the next four weeks that is why they're on my roster they all play the Jets strategy but you, you know <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Are the Jets actually playing this week, Mr. Kobasa? Can Dude, you guide me? You mean Can the you be my Yeah, man. You mean the new here? look Jets? The new look New York Jets. There's reason to be optimistic in New York now. You got the classic Joe Flacco. You got Frank Gore ready to tear it up. Come on, man. This, what if they just turn it around and Flacco just starts airing it out? And, the, hey, the Arizona Cardinals are due for a bad game and they're flying all the way across the country to the swamps of Jersey, Michi. Come on, man. And the, and the Jets kind of mounted a comeback last week. What the hell? Um, I, I I should be speechless, and I appreciate the attempt, but you didn't do much selling there, Mr. Kielbasa. Well, hey, man, I, you, I know what I'm up against. Joe Flacco. Joe, yeah, you're up against Joe Flacco, and quite frankly, he's no Aaron Rodgers anymore, and that's just the way it is. And Joe Flacco may have a beard this weekend, uh, Kielbasa Butcher. He may be ready for the elements. He may be ready to play ball. But what I don't think he is is a reincarnation of Vinny Testaverde. And going to be a leader for my New York football Jets. And I I think that Mr. Kabasa has a point with the Arizona defense. Would you start the Arizona defense based on the, some of the things I said? Would either of you start Arizona coming across the country to play the Jets? I, think, I think anybody yeah. would. Anybody could, yeah. I got the Arizona defense. Oh. I did. Since, and she was chuckling at me a moment ago, Mr. Kabasa. How about that? Huh? <laughs> 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 Um, the quarterback, the quarterback in Arizona. What's his name, everybody? Murray Kyler. Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. He's going to merge and have a great game. I'm not sure anyone's going to disagree. The question is, will he throw for more touchdowns or run for more touchdowns? Mr. Kibasa. Hey, I'm not the one that has the, the Arizona defense. I'm going to no, say. No, I'm talking about Kyler Murray now, the quarterback. Yeah. He's a two, he's a two touchdown. He's a three touchdown maker. He's 26 points plus against the Jets. He's a must start. I was just kind of wondering if he was going to throw a touchdown to our man, you know, Larry Fitzgerald. Let's or hope. all the love going to go to Hopkins. You let's hope Larry Fitzgerald. Last week I called for Larry to have a game. He had nothing. <laughs> Do you mind, Butcher, if I go on the line one more time for the Hall of Famer? Sure. Oh, I love Larry. Yeah, absolutely. Larry. Larry Fitzgerald's going to outduel and outmuscle the midgets that play in the defensive backfield. For the, did I say midgets? The little people <laughs> who play for play defensive backfield for a New York Football Jets. I'm putting one touchdown for Fitzgerald. The world is down on the running back Kenyon Drake. I'm going to say everyone back up. You drafted him for a reason, even if it was to play against the Jets. Top seven fantasy runner, 110 yards. Chase Edmonds is going to get some burn. But I wouldn't start him. I'm not trusting the tight end. You guys are trusting the defenses. Give me the big three. Give me the quarterback. Give me the RB1. Give me the wide receiver one. And and, uh, insofar as my New York football Jets, I got Joe Bleep and Flacco. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) There you go, Homer. Uh, Butcher, do you know uh, the backstory about my relationship with one Joe Flacco? 
Uh, I don't think I do. I've been ripping Joe Flacco. And it got to the point where I got tired of ripping Joe Flacco. So I started ripping on Aaron Rodgers over the last few years. And then I then I got to the point like they're brothers, Joe Flacco, you know, Aaron Rodgers is Joe Flacco light. And there are guys, particularly a monkey who likes to throw these big poop balls. He throws big poop balls <laughs> when he's not happy. And I decided to get on a roll that Joe Flacco is better at times than Aaron Rodgers. And Mr. Cavasa can attest to this. And they killed me. They ripped me. But I was having fun with it. Never imagining that Joe Flacco would be mine. J E T S. See? Yes, yes, yes. That is a uh, karma right there. I believe that's, that's what they call karma. Let uh, me, Mitch, you know, let I, me throw something at you here, though. I mean, let's just look sure. at what, what what could happen if Joe Flacco just what decides he happen? wants to. I mean, you got Jamison Crowder, who's pretty good. He had a good. He had a good week. He's a great player. Yeah. PPR is a great player. Okay, you got Chris Hogan, who's waiting to have a breakout game. You got Frank Gore, who's never going to give up on anybody. Chris Herndon ain't a bad tight end. Come on, man. If you give give Joe Flacco a little bit of time, he's going to be able to throw underneath about 14 times and get, you know, he'll be uh, 18 for 26 for a buck 50. I was going to go 79. I was going to go 79 total, but that's okay. Thank you for the buck 50. (laughs) Against Against an Arizona team. That on paper um, should be a, a, a 28-35 point score. The question really is, can the Jets do any damage to slow this team down? And I'm sorry, America. I'm sorry, everyone who has like a jet green cap like I do, and I'm wearing it right now. It is. Uh, it's not. It's not in the cards. We're a mess. I've spoken about. It. I'm not going to get agitated. I'm not going to get upset. I'm just going to say, fantasy football wise, stay away from the Jets. <laughs> and uh, I already made my re- I already had my feelings about what what's going to happen. I am, you know, I don't think the Jets can score thirty points. Period. I don't think they can score seventeen points. I think they can. I'm going to be optimistic. I'm, I'm more optimistic about the Jets than you are. I think they showed signs of life. I got one for the butcher. Will yes. Ari- Will the Arizona Cardinals get a pick six against the New York Football Jets this weekend? Yes or no? Hell yes. See how mm-hmm. there it is right then and there. Now it's 35 points, and the Jets can't score 35 points. So you got some fantasy goodness there, and that's really good. That's really good. So you're saying Arizona defensive people, touchdown of the week, huh? Um, that's one of them. Okay. That's one of them. Cleveland Browns is the other one. Gotcha. <laughs> I'm telling you. Butcher, are we taking you from anything? You got time to stay? You want to play a little trivia? Actually, I got to run, guys, but, you know, it's all right. All right. Before you go, uh, you and Mishy are playing each other. So we got to have some sort of wager. So you guys need to figure out what you're going to be wagering on. And then maybe I'll decide if I want to get on the action uh, on either side of it. All right, Mishy, come on. You want me to come on? You want to come on? Nothing meat, plant-based. You want to come on? I come on. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. We had a great idea. Uh, about Tony Romo saying something, something, clock manager, and that's a drinking game. Mm-hmm. I propose whatever we drink on that Sunday, right? If uh, if uh, if I win, you buy me what I drank, and if you win, I buy you back what you drank in week five. Okay, you drink what's a bottle your poison? Of, 
Um, I, I am. I'm a vodka drinker, and I'll go through okay. a, a de- I'm a vodka drinker. I'll go through a decent-sized bottle of vodka. What about yourself? I'm. I'm a vodka drinker as well. Honey, come on over. We'll watch the game together. Uh, I'll be right there. Oh, fantastic. What kind Get of vodka? Plane, Mr. What kind of vodka? We'll shop for something nice. We'll shop for something nice. It's, we'll, we'll do this. We'll do it with style and taste. How about That's how about it. how about Ciroc? No, that's pretty good. Mean, I was club? thinking Grey Goose. I was. Uh... Yeah, okay, Grey Goose. You. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. Big bottle of Grey Goose a, for uh, the winner. I have a bottle of vodka in my house. It's called the Flying Monkey. <laughs> and it has a little, it has a little keychain, like one of the little dangles that go around it, a plastic monkey with wings. And uh, I, I believe if you beat me, I will send you that bottle of vodka. Absolutely. Oh, fantastic! And the other one, I get the Grey Goose bits. And uh, Butcher, all good luck to you. It's so good talking to you. I get my friends out all the time, all the time. All right, boys. It was a pleasure, and I hope you have a good rest of your night. Thanks for taking time out of your busy schedule. Now go have some fun, Butcher. You deserve it. (laughs) All right, guys. Have a good night. All right. See you next week, hopefully. All right. Bye-bye. There she goes. The champ, the vegetarian butcher, taking on Michi head-to-head this week in a PPR league that uses bullshit decimal points. Can't wait to no hear how that one cut turns out. Okay, Michi. We've talked a long that, time yeah, already, man. How about that? So, man, oh, man, oh, man, Michi. You got, you're going to warm up your vocal cords here because would like to dedicate this, like to dedicate this entire week. I'm going to dedicate the entire month to, you know, I go back and forth between him and Kirk Hammond as the best guitar player on the face of the earth. And I think Eddie Van Halen was the greatest guitar player of all time when it comes to rock and roll. And anybody else that wants to bring up some jazz player can suck it. Eddie Van Halen <laughs> did things with the electric guitar that nobody ever did. And he also wrote songs that will be remembered forever. He spawned a generation of rock and roll. He influenced a lot of really bad bands, but <laughs> he crushed them. And they, they the live performances were unlike anybody else, and they stormed across the earth for 25, 30 years, which was great. So as tribute, as homage... To someone who's affected our entire lives, Mishy. Yes. You and I are going to, between lightning rounds, we're going to sing either sing? some lyrics for some Van Halen <laughs> or some guitar parts like Beavis and Butthead, drum parts, whatever you want to do. Mishy, what did Eddie Van Halen mean to you? Oh, Edward and the boys were uh, the best band of my lifetime. I'm old enough to have been influenced by them in junior high school. And I've seen the iterations live and in person. I bought all the albums. I bought all the CDs. And uh, they were in my wheelhouse as far as me growing up listening to rock and roll music. And they were uh, often imitated, never duplicated, hands down, the best American band I had heard, period. Period. You, know, you throw you throw some tracks from Nirvana in there on a rocking way. I'm cool with that. You throw some tracks from Creedence Clearwater Revival. I'm cool with that. But you throw in 
like those three guys in the band, Ed, his brother Alex, and Michael Anthony. Go ahead, pick the singer. You could put Patty Smythe in there if she wasn't having a baby. She would have been the lead singer before Sammy Hagar. And I don't care who it is, but those three guys rock and roll. Rock and roll. Led Zeppelin, the three guys in Led Zeppelin rock and roll. You throw in a big singer in front of them, and it changes the world. David Lee Roth changed the world. Edward changed the world, as far as I know. Just, just, just my favorite, personal favorite. I'm, but you know, flabbergasted by the whole thing, taken aback. And uh, sometimes you get so many days, and Ed lived some days. He I'm, certainly uh, did. Grateful, and I'm grateful. I'm grateful that he did what he did, and he was as great as he was. Because there have been times, there have been times you can listen to Van Halen record and kind of go. 70 miles down the road and it'll take you 45 minutes and you can't always say that about some bands yeah just you just put on van halen record in the gas you know you're just going fast there'll be no police i'm listening to van halen here we go awesome so you're telling me i got to sing some van halen songs with you is that what you suggest that's what we're gonna do i mean normally i play some awesome original jams that i make up myself that i compose myself but today we're just gonna it doesn't matter if it sucks it's all about the love of eddie van halen wow i should have a cheat sheet but i don't how about that all right here we go here we go and we got the we got the lightning round in between it all yep it's gonna be a it's gonna be a quick 30 45 50 minutes here mr (laughs) gilbasa how you want to start this Let's see here. All my life is never stopped to worry about a thing. All right, here we go. Time was on my side. Wondering if I'd done it wrong. This depression lasts for long. There we go. Is that is that one foot out the door? What was that one? Won't you tell me? We have all the good times gone. We have all the good times gone, baby. I'm a jet. I'm a jet fan. That's my theme song. We have all the good times gone. All right, that'll get us into Thursday night. Here we go. Tampa Bay going to Chicago where they've got a new look on life and Tampa Bay's hitting on all cylinders, Michi. And we're going to talk about it for about three minutes starting now. First off, I apologize to Giselle. I apologize to Tom uh, Chowda, Tamper Brady. I, uh, I thought you were done. You're not done. Five touchdowns last week and everyone's looking for fool's gold. They're turning around, Mr. Cabasa, on Thursday night, Tamper, that is, is going to play an underachieving team um, in the sense, how can you be underachieving and not really lose a game? But Chicago is yet to play a good game. America loves Tamper in this game. I mean, I mean, even Las Vegas loves Tamper. The Chicago Bears at home are getting three and a half points. People, take the Bears, take the points, take them to beat up Tom Chowder Brady, and uh, the Bears are going to win this game. David Montgomery's a touchdown maker, a running back. They're telling you no, America. I'm telling you yes. Allen Robinson's a touchdown maker. The, the quarterback there, uh, the man that's come back into play is Nick Foles. 
and he's going to be the difference maker. Anthony Miller is back on your fantasy radar. And the vaunted tamper defense on a short week, all right, America, we had our Ronald Jones moment. We're going to have another Ronald Jones moment right now because Ronald Jones is a touchdown maker. Mr. Kibasa. <laughs> Me and Ronald, Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones, Ronald Jones, Ronald Jones, Ronald Jones, Ronald Jones. I got to work on that, okay. that descending part. Uh, we, you know, then the second part is we got a touchdown thing going on. Yeah. And that will be our one, that'll be our one variation from the Van Halen, but it is Ronald Jones. And of course there's the David Johnson song. Uh, Mike Evans has been getting a lot of love. Scotty Miller's come back, but America, this is the week Rob Gronkowski catches a touchdown pass. Oh. And no one's drafted him. No one wanted him, whatever. Fournette is not playing. So Ronald Jones is your man. Um, the other wide receiver out there in Tampa is not playing. I see this as a game where um, Tampa thinks they're uh, sliced bread and the Bears, the Chicago Bears are going to take care of business and win this week. And they, I believe if I have to look up their record, they should be just about undefeated right now. Is that not correct, Mr. Kavos? They should be. You know, the Bears, uh, Tampa is 3-1. and one. They'll go to 3-2. and two. And the Bears are three and one. Excuse me. It's only the Packers who are on a bye week, by the way. Packers and Lions on a bye week. But the Bears will be sitting at four and one, shocking the world. And it's a beautiful thing in Chicago. Everyone in Chicago, send me a hot dog. With, Mr. Kobasa, pizza. They're going to be sitting at four and one with, and they replace their quarterback. Hey, when you got Nick Foles, yeah. it's, only a, you know, it's only a heartbeat away. Coach Nagy made the right comment this week in his press conferences and his discussions with his coaches, and that was very simply, we have to play to Foles. And we did not do that last week, and it cost us. We're going to do that moving forward. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to be the ones with the problems this on Thursday night. Locked and loaded. That's a done deal, people. Three minutes. <sighs> all right, all right, all right. And we're going to get on down the road here. To the Sunday games. Have you seen a so fine and pretty movie with the styling and a feeler from across the room? Yeah, the love in the third degree. Missy, what do they say? They say, won't you send your love my way there you go get used to that (laughs) carolina going on down to atlanta atlanta just can't seem to catch a break except when they're beating my ass in garbage time on monday night bitchy carolina atlanta we're gonna talk about it for three minutes Starting starting now how about that the uh, the Carolina Panthers are certainly surprising me. I um I was a little bit down on what they were doing and how their program is working, and I was wrong. I um I send them a little bit of apology, Teddy Bridgewater. I cut you all over the place, but right now you're sitting at two and two, and you're playing an Atlanta Falcon team that, quite frankly, is sitting at zero and four and in turmoil. Todd Gurley scores you two touchdowns last week in fantasy football. It's what you expect. Didn't catch the ball, no problem. He didn't catch the ball. Julio Jones is now Mr. Hurt. Julio Jones is now AJ Green. And if you can find a sucker to trade him, trade for him, trade him. 
gone goodbye. Calvin Ridley was a no-show in that last week, and I zero fantasy points. Shocking. Matt Ryan cost a couple of people their fantasy football game. Not so shocking. The Atlanta Falcons are a right mess. They still have their head coach. They still have, they still have, they still have nothing but a Super Bowl hangover. Nothing but a Super Bowl hangover from three or four three, years ago. Yeah. And it's it's amazing. And insofar as the Carolina Panthers are two and two, the young coach, I'm really enjoying what I'm seeing. I didn't cut him enough slack. Uh, Mike Davis is going to score a touchdown again this week. Those of you who picked him up, start him. Um, the wide receiver game in in Carolina is more of a mystery to me than anything. I take uh, I take Teddy Bridgewater in a pinch and score eighteen to twenty fantasy points this week. Okay, I think that uh, Bridgewater has been um, just a complete. Complete surprise to me, and I'm just tickled about it. Would I start him over a lot of guys? Would I start him over Nick Foles? No. But if you're in a pinch, you're going to take him. Robbie Anderson is was the free agent pickup. Of, I couldn't pull his name a minute ago, so I skipped over it, Mr. Kilbasa. But Robbie Anderson is a guy that you have to start this week. You drafted DJ Morrow high. You have to start him. And for the sake of every argument in the world, Joey Sly, S-L-Y-E, the kicker, for the for the Carolina Panthers is, in my opinion, a 12 to 15 point fantasy score. I think we're going to see extra extra field goals from Carolina, a couple of touchdowns. I'm going to give one to Davis. I'm going to give one to Anderson, but they're still scoring 27 points. I think they'll be able to move the ball in between the 30s all day long against Atlanta, and Atlanta has nothing but problems. Carolina's winning this game. Carolina is winning this game, and Atlanta is going to go to 0-5. Will they fire their coach after this week if Atlanta loses, Michi? Yes. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. They have to. They have to. The domino already started when the first coach was fired, and that's the way things go. Um, and the dominoes will fall. That's 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 the way it's going to work, Mr. Kibasa. Oh, bad. Goodbye, Matt Ryan. Your time is done. They're going to blow it up and start over again. They have to. Who's the next coach of the Atlanta Falcons, Michi? Uh, Debo Samuel in, in uh, Clemson, and he's going to take his quarterback with him. <laughs> Write it down, people. Dabo Write Sweeney, it down Debo now. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Debo Samuel, Dabo, Dabo Sweeney, Sweeney you know one or the I mean. other. Yeah, there we go. All right. I got D- and he's going to take the quarterback with him with the number one pick. Son. There you go. Why not? You heard it here first. Get your crayons out, America. Put the bets on it. Michi told you, therefore, it's going to be so. It's just the way things go, America. How do you go? Is that up I-85? How do you get to uh, Death Valley from Atlanta? Is it all across 20 or something, 26? I don't know. You get on a motorcycle, go due north on 85, and you'll be there in you know an hour and a half. All right, Michi, it's your turn. Let's create it. I'll give us your reverb. Here you go. Crank it up because we're going to. Oh. Are we going to uh, Tennessee? I don't know, but let's take a look at it anyway. Oh my God! Well, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I, I uh, you caught me, you know, girl. You really got me going. You caught me, so I don't know what I'm doing. And I'll sing it like Ray Davies, girl. You really got me now. You got me so I can't sleep at night. Keep going. Yeah. You really got me going. You got me so I don't know. 
You really got me. Oh, okay, Missy. We're going to Tennessee. Let's just assume they're going to play. Why not? The high and mighty Buffalo Bills are going to meet on a also undefeated. Will they play? Let's hope. Tennessee Titans in Tennessee, Missy. We're going to talk about it for three minutes. Starting now. Tennessee Titans have had a week off. Evidently, last week, Mr. Kabasi, they were holding their own little self-practices. If there's going to be a hammer that Roger Goodell throws down, he's either going to throw it down on Tennessee first or Oakland second. Depends what happens. But Tennessee has nothing but problems. They haven't really practiced. Um, they got at least a half a dozen guys who are not going to play. And Ryan Tannehill is playing. Derrick Henry is playing. You must start him. Um, the wide receiver room is all banged up. A.J. Brown is is beat up. Corey Davis is now on the IR. Adam Humphreys has got the COVID. And Jonu Smith is the only healthy guy in the room. So I'm going to say Tannehill to Smith is a must-play tight end combination. And there can be no doubt about it. It really kind of negates what uh, Tannehill's upside will be this week. Derrick Henry's the must-start. You drafted him. He's getting paid some nice money. He's a star. And he needs to, he really needs to drive the boat. Really needs to drive the boat. That's all I'm saying. If he's playing, he's and in my lineup. <laughs> there's no question. And so far as Buffalo goes, they've been they've been really nice. It's it's remarkable. And I was wrong about the quarterback, and he's a now a must start. The running backs between Singletary and the kid the rookie Moss coming back from injury is a mess. And a non-productive mess. You drafted Singletary. Too bad. Bench him this week. In the wide receiver room, Sheriff John Brown is a very nice play because I'm very concerned about the uh, Tennessee defense and the status going into Is he game. healthy? Uh, calf issue. Is Sheriff John Brown issue. healthy? He's got a calf I, issue. You know what? I'm going to say he's going to play. Okay. The other side uh, The other side is Diggs. He is a top touchdown maker, I believe. The second, the number two touchdown maker early on in this NFL season, and he becomes a must start. But the real key there is your quarterback. Um, the kid Allen has been phenomenal, and he's been very impressive. I can see that the Buffalo's on a roll. Tennessee hasn't played. I'd take an upset here. I'd take Buffalo to win this game, stay undefeated. And Tennessee, if they are a COVID-related team and they cancel this game, what do you do in fantasy football? I think that the pro football game, the pro football will say this is a forfeit if they can't go. That's incredible to me, Mr. Kilbasa. Incredible. I didn't know they were but talking forfeits. Is, they're talking forfeits now. If you mm. can't go, they, they, Goodell's got it, the mandate. Show must go on. Mm. And if, for instance, Buffalo wins by forfeit. What do you do? What do you do? You know, do you just say, oh, too bad? This is a bye week. It's not a bye week. It's a forfeiture week. Mm-hmm. This, this, everything, everything is on the table here. And we're going to go with that they're going to play. And I think Buffalo is going to take care of the business. They're going to score 30-something points. Tennessee is going to score 20-something points. And if we were in Nashville, I would not go to this game. If we were in Buffalo, we wouldn't be allowed to go to this game. Mm. But we do fantasy football, so enjoy the game. There you go. Get your crayons out. Missy told you what's up. 
yeah, I don't know what the hell you're supposed to do, but uh, I know what we can do, and that's get out of town and drive up some reverb because we're going to back out to Kansas City. You better call me a doctor. Ooh, feeling no pain. Overloaded. Down the drain. Michi. Somebody, no, somebody call me a doctor. Somebody get me a doctor. There you go. Oh, yeah. Sing and I don't give a fuck. It's all for Eddie Van Halen, baby. I believe there's the closing line of that song. Oh, hell, someone get me a noise. Somebody give me a shot. (laughs) Kansas City Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes didn't give me the fantasy points I wanted from him, but hey, who cares? Taking on the Las Vegas Raiders, Michi. We're going to talk about it for three minutes. Starting now. Kansas City Chiefs. There's only one team that beats Kansas City Chiefs. That's Kansas City Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes was seen hugging on a guy named Gilmore after a game. And Gilmore is now the COVID uh, defensive player of the year now on the COVID for New England, as you all know. So they asked Mr. Mahomes, Mr. Mahomes, uh, or Patrick, or wait, wait, someone got in trouble. So, hey, Pat. Didn't you know that you weren't supposed to hug uh, these guys and all these protocols that you do? He goes, man, I've been doing it so long. I just just didn't think about it. They should have both teams. There should be no handshaking after the game at all. I mean, you should stay on the opposite side of the field and walk away, wave, whatever. Don't you think they got that coming? They they should have been doing it from the beginning. I should have, would have, could have. Might make my homes lose a couple games in Kansas City have some problems, but. That's uh, that's neither here nor there. Um, in this particular game, the Raiders' defense can't do anything to stop Kansas City. Any skill player you have on Kansas City, put them in the starting lineup. Every bleeping one of them. Even Miko Hartman? And even Miko Hartman. Even Sammy Watkins? Even Sammy Watkins. Even the backup running back, dude? The other D. No, Williams? not him. No, not him. The, the starting running back. Clyde. Kelsey. Clyde the Glide. The kicker. Yeah, it's Kelsey the kicker. Um, you may have a shot of getting a little glory with your defense. Uh, they got a little healthier with Breland coming back. But uh, America, I got to tell you, Michi used uh, a magic moment to Kansas City's defense last week that kind of burnt you out. Look for a couple sacks, but no 25 points, no, tw- no pick sixes, no nothing. On the flip side with the Raiders, you know the deal with the Raiders. The running back is now going to have, I believe the running back is going to have a nice game. Um, the wide receiver room is a mess. I'm going to stay away from it in all formats. And Darren Waller is the man. You got him. You must start him. Must start him. And just for the sake of argument, the Raiders kicker is going to be a double-digit 12, 13-point kicker. Take your notes out, people. Um, Derek Carr, Mr. Kavasa, in your humble opinion, is Derek Carr a two touchdown or a three touchdown performer or less this week? No, he's gonna he's gonna be a three touchdown performer because I need to I need him to get two touchdowns to Darren Waller. So there you go. He's gonna have a big game. Make it so, Mr. Kavasa. America, get your crayons out because Kavasa just made it so. That's the way it works now, baby. That's just the way it goes. I don't see Kansas City um, having much problems handling Chucky. Um, this is the second game that may or may not have some COVID implications, people. So keep your eyes on it and be prepared. And uh, Kansas City wins this game. They're safe. They go to 5-0. and Kansas City 
is the best team in football because they have the best offense in football. And the, the rated defense couldn't stop uh, couldn't stop me from scoring two <laughs> touchdowns. Fair enough, man. Fair enough. And that's the end of that game. We got we went a little under, and uh, I just want to say one more thing on the matter. Are you ready? Yeah. Jump back. That sounds. Here she comes, blasting up down there. Hot shoe burning down the avenue. This one the parts for me. Model citizen with no self-discipline. Don't, Don't you know, know she's coming, coming home with me? me. You lose a ring in a turn. I'll get her. Awesome. This has made people laugh since I said this aloud a long time ago. By far, not by far, but absolutely one of my favorite songs that I've ever heard in my life is Panama. It does nothing for me in terms of my intellectual stimulation. It does everything for me with my heart beating. And that's what I like in my rock and roll sometimes. And that song is the epitome of it. People hated it. I loved it. I believe they even made a video about it with with uh, uh, Dave swinging on a thing with the jukebox. Oh, dude, that was one of the most popular videos of all time. I used to wake up on Sunday morning to watch Casey's Top 10 on a Magnavox TV with one shitty little speaker on it, and I blew that speaker out listening to Panama's that video, man. That was a it didn't matter what the lyrics were. You could have said anything. Just scream Panama over top of it, and people would have loved it. Well, you see, I saw the video probably once, just so you know. Oh. So I'm just going by memory. I'm not a video. I'm not, I, I know. I watch, I, I watch pro football, Mr. Kavasa, America. <laughs> I watch pro football. And very little else interests me on the tube. Where are we going next, Mr. Kavasa? The Battle of Shitsville, Pennsylvania. The Philadelphia Eagles, your second favorite team, heading across the state of Pittsburgh to play the, oh my, they're freshly rested, Pittsburgh Steelers, Philadelphia at Pittsburgh, Eagles at Steelers. We're going to talk about it for three minutes. Starting now. The battle of Pencil Tucky. Here we go. Here they go. You know, they don't like each other in those two parts of the world. The, the people from Philadelphia have certain feelings from the people in Pittsburgh. And might as well be Pittsburgh, two different states. Re, you know, you meet in Harrisburg, it might as yeah, cut it in half in Harrisburg. And of course, that wouldn't be the right thing to do. But uh, what can I tell you? It's the Battle of uh, Pennsylvania. And Pittsburgh coming off a of bye week. Um, I'm just loving what I've heard from Ben Roethlisberger through this. He's been pissed off about the COVID bye. Um, he's been, he's just not happy about it. It is what it is. And he's going to come out and play some excellent football. Mr. Roethlisberger is a must start this week. You got him. You may not be sure. I am here to tell you that Philadelphia can't control and they can't control anything that big Ben's going to do because big Ben is on a mission. I would start, I would start in a motivated mountain man like that. Tough to her motivated mind, right? Yeah, without question, Ben Roethlisberger's top four. Top four. I'm going to go Big Ben as a top four fantasy quarterback this week. You put your crayons out, write it down, put a dollar on it. James Conn is a touchdown maker. Juju Schmidt-Schuster is a touchdown maker. 
the guy coming back, Deontay Johnson, the young man coming back from injury, may or may not be a touchdown maker, but seven receptions, 110 yards, count it. That's not some, that's any may or may not sneak into the end zone. That might be a nice play. Tight end Eric Ebron, fairly enigmatic, but the only guy bigger in the world than Ben Roethlisberger on the Pittsburgh Steelers is Eric Ebron. And I see a scenario where Eric says, throw me the damn ball, Ben. And Ben looks at him and says, be ready. And Eric Ebron was a touchdown maker. I would go so far as to say the Steelers defense is by, you know, certainly not the number one in all NFL statistical measures defense, but they are a far superior defense. And the mess that is the first place, one, two, and one Philadelphia Eagles, they're going to get slaughtered. They are going to get slaughtered this weekend. It's not going to be funny. It's not going to be funny. Mm. Who do I have? Who do we have some love for in Philadelphia? Miles Sanders is a complete disappointment because their offensive line is a disappointment. Carson Wentz last week in that performance really impressed me. That guy was tough as nails, and there's no way I'm congratulating him on that. I really loved watching him play the game, fighting for everything. But there's no fantasy love there. I am sorry. Zach Ertz is now alone in the supermarket shopping for something. He's going to get a lot of touches. Is he going to get any touchdowns? No. It's going to be a tough game for Philadelphia. Deshaun Jackson is heard. Uh, there's, there's news that Alshon Jeffrey may or may not play. Is it going to impact you if you're desperate and a Philadelphia Eagles fan? Good for you. Greg Ward has caught like four or five passes over the last three weeks, and he's your best wide receiver. There's every chance in the world the Eagles don't score 10 points this week. Therefore, no fantasy love. The Steelers are going to kill them. Oh, I got Big Ben. Uh, Big Ben or Tom Brady in one of my leagues. That's what I got to figure out. What do you uh, say, according Michigan? To, according to the information here, um, according to the information here, you heard me. Tom Brady's not going to have a five-touchdown week, and Big Ben's a top four fantasy quarterback. I got the Bears winning, as we said earlier, and I got Pittsburgh killing them. Which guy are you starting? Ooh, uh, should be pretty simple. I should be very so. simple. <laughs> you know, big, you, you're going with the big stupid. You're going with the Sasquatch. I bet you know the big the big wager is did he grow his beard out for this game? So you're, you're saying don't be fooled by Tom Brady's. But you you are saying don't be fooled by Tom Brady's big game. I'm fine. That's fine with me. Fine with me, Michy. I know you know a lot I, uh, more than me, but you know what else? No, I'm... no, it's not. It's it's not that. Um, it's more like it's more like there's a motivational factor. There's a week off factor. Is Big Ben with an attitude that he's gonna in in just and he's gonna lay it out onto Philadelphia. He's gonna express himself all weekend long, and it's gonna be a dominant performance. That's all I need to tell you. So I would start Big Ben in a heartbeat over the two. Don't Brady on the road, Big Ben at home should be pretty easy, Mister Kibasa. Go win that ball game. All right. You know what I say? There's a full moon out tonight, baby. Let's begin. Could this be magic? Or could this be love? Could this turn tragic? You know that magic often does. And I see lonely ships upon the water. Better save the women and children first. Sail away with someone's daughter. <laughs> Better save the women and children first. <laughs> oh, Diamond Dave on the money with his silliness. Oh, fantastic. 
That song's called Could This Be Magic, by the way, not Women and Children First. It's on the album Women and Children First. So if you're looking for the lyrics, it's under Could This Be Magic. Not. Better save the women and children first. And better save the Washington football team with the new quarterback taking on the L.A. Rams. The Rams are back in form. Washington's benching their quarterback, Michi. We got all kinds of shambles going on on one side of the nation. And we've got locked and loaded on the other side. And we're going to talk about it for three minutes. Starting now. Talking of you are absolutely correct. The new coach said, I've had enough of you kids. You're not handling your business and you're benched. And you're bringing in the kid, uh, the kid who was in Carolina last year who threw interceptions like it was nobody's business. The Washington football team have two fantasy football players to know. Terry McLaurin is a top five guy right now. He probably has more receiving yards than anyone in the National Football League with a quarterback that was just benched. Um, the running back, Gibson, has got an uptick in his carries. He, they want him to be McCaffrey light. If for some reason he's still on your, you know, the free agent wire, I've been telling you to pick him up, pick him up. There is no love in D.C. With this caveat, Mr. Mister Cabasa, are you ready for the good news? Sure. Sure, sure. The table is set for Alex Smith to play a football game in the next week or two for the Washington football oh, team. Oh, man. Is he back to 100%? Is that the, the grossest ankle injury ever? He's back from that? I, uh, from almost dying from his injuries and having amputations? Yes, he <laughs> is. And if there was a feel-good story that the Washington football club needed, it's not getting this kid hurt again. It's bringing him back and letting him start a couple games in an otherwise rebuilding year. I'm not saying pick him up. I'm not saying doing anything about it. I'm saying that is what is going on with that football team. And they're a mess. They're just a, they're just a complete mess. Insofar as the uh, team from Los Angeles, known as the Rams, you got any love for Jared Goff this weekend, Mr. Kibasa? I, I, I think I do. I think he's, he's playing some good football. Washington doesn't have that much of a defense, and he's locked in, he's locked in man. He could definitely um, have a big game. Jared Goff uh, throwing three or throwing two touchdowns this week? Three. He's spreading it around, too. Uh, that make it, that's, that's looking like Jared Goff becomes a, um, you know, a serious consideration for top ten um, performances this week. And even if they're playing in Washington, which I think they are, um, I think the Rams come out and take care of the business. I would start Goff. Do you have any opinion on the Daryl Henderson or Malcolm Brown show at running back? Well, yeah. Which one's a touchdown maker? Also, by the way, uh, in your league, both of my highly drafted running backs are now in the IR. Well, I, I, I made the mistake of drafting Le'Veon Bell because he was the only person there. He got hurt immediately. But I think he's eligible to come off. Uh, I think he's eligible to practice today, by the way. And then... Nick Chubb went down, so all of a sudden I'm down to RB three, RB four, RB five. I went, I went and um, got a giant shovel and went to the waiver wire last night and just scooped up whatever I had. And one of the guys I scooped up was Malcolm Brown. So there you go. Let's hope he has a good game. Let's hope he has. Yep. Let's hope he gets some touches. That's all I can say. Yeah. Right. Um, so you got that pick. I'm 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 very pleased that Cooper Cup got in the action. I'm kind of wondering um, what happened to the great Robert Woods because he was on fire and disappeared. 
I'm going to say both those guys are double digit, certainly in standard league scoring um, scores. In the PPR stuff, I would start both of them. The uh, love affair with Tyler Higby is the next coming of the tight end is not going to be for you this week. So if you pick up the Rams tight end um, and, and you think you're going to start him and get some love, I'm just telling you that you're going to be surprised. And seeing the situation is what it is with the new quarterback, um, I would think the Rams are the third team that Michigan is calling to score defensive touchdowns. And they, become, and they become a must start. And they become a must start in uh, fantasy football this week. Mm. I, um, I think that the Washington team is now looking at a rebuild. Um, Alex Smith will be their quarterback soon enough. And that's just all the end. It's just all the, just really all the indicators. I can't believe we, I can't, I, I don't, I'm not going to give up on Dwayne Haskins. I, I think he's got, he's just a young, he's young, man. He's got to figure it out. He's done a, on a not really, really, very good football team. Hopefully he'll get another shot at it at some point. But if Alex Smith shows up and shows out, then it's the job's his as long as he wants it. Right. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, 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 it's like, it's like saying, oh, man, I think the clock is slow. <laughs> and they're like, I don't feel tardy. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, your class is <laughs> Go, Mitchie, come on, man. Teacher, <laughs> taking us to a AFC North battle in Baltimore. You can't fit much more ugly into this game, Mishy. The Baltimore Ravens welcoming the Cincinnati Bengals, Mishy. We're going to talk about this game for three minutes. Starting now. This is a this is a fascinating football game, Mr. Boss. This fantasy love all over the board here. Where do you want to start? You want to start with Cincinnati? Or you yeah. want to start with the Ravens? Let's start with Cincinnati. Kentucky. Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow, rookie of the year, 24-plus fantasy points. He's going to run one in. He's going to rush for 55 yards. Wow. Joe Burrow may have as many rushing yards as the great Lamar Jackson in this game. And he's <laughs> going to – you heard me. You write it down. Joe Burrow's going to 65 something yards, and that's where Lamar Jackson's going to be in this game. I think that Cincinnati, um, like it or not, Cincinnati's going to come to compete. And Joe Mixon has finally showed out, got the four weeks of rust off it. Joe Mixon, you got him. You drafted him. I don't care if they tell you it's a bad matchup. You got to play Joe Mixon. Um, you know, AJ Green is is done. Tyler Boyd is the best receiver on the team. You got Tyler Boyd, you got no options, you start him. 
Last week we called for Drew Sample, Mr. Kabasa, the tight end. Last week we called for Drew Sample, Sample to score a touchdown. He had the ball in his hands. The defensive player took it out of his hands and intercepted the ball in the end zone. What a play! What a highlight! And Cincinnati got their first W, and they're going and they're going to compete against uh, Baltimore. And I think this is going to be a closer game than most people expect. Um, Lamar Jackson, you got him. You start him. I'm not saying a word. But the question is, you're going to start Miles Boykin, Marquise Brown, or are you going to rely on the high draft choice of Mark Andrews? You're going to rely on Mark Andrews. And quite frankly, with the Ravens, in my humble opinion, it's Lamar Jackson, Mark Andrews, and their defense that most of the people are going to start. And I think everyone else is a little bit tricky this week for the Ravens. And I expect a very competitive uh, competition if, 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 Cincinnati wins this game. If Cincinnati wins this game, you have an AFC North that looks something like this. Steelers 4-0, Ravens 3-2, Cleveland Browns 4-1, and the Cincinnati Bengals 2-2-1. Highly competitive AFC North. I'm looking forward to this game. I think this would be a really, uh, really good ballgame. Uh, that's all I got, Mr. Kabasa. Okay, would you, would you like to... Uh, would you like to take 13 and a half points, Mishy? I'll give you 13 sure. and a half. I'll give you 13 and a half. I can do that. I can do that. I can do that. More crab cakes? Um, you know what? I, I you know what I want? I, I saw this, uh, that last time we were down there, a crab cake po' boy with extra oh, cheddar yes. cheese. Three of them. Yeah. One for yeah. each of us and then half of, uh, half of, half of one for each of us. Well, half a one to be decided, depending on the magnet, you know. One for each of us, and then another one for the winner. No, three for no, three for the winner and zero for the loser. What the hell am I saying? That's what I'm talking about. Any French fries? Any uh, any beer? Any root beer? Any you know cola of any type? What do you want with that? See, I want slaw and fries and uh, a growler of uh, Rheingeist. That's a Cincinnati beer. All right, we, well, all right, we can go down to the harbor, and I can get that for you. I know where to go. I know where to go. You got it. And I think Cincinnati's going to compete, and I'm going to look forward to that meal. That sounds like a delicious meal. <clears throat> all right. That's all we need to talk about. That's a game uh, just I just make me barf just watching. I can't. I hope both of those teams lose. I think – see, I'm on the complete opposite. I think that's going to be a very entertaining game. And if you like – if you like pro football, you should be enjoying what Joe Burrow's doing. And if you like pro football, you should certainly be looking forward to seeing what Lamar Jackson's doing next. There's no question. This is more. This is marquee quarterback time here. <laughs> you know what I'm doing? And next even though week? he's a kid. No, what are you doing next, Mister Kilbot? Well, I hey. I thought you'd never miss me till I got a fat city address, baby. Hey, tip your bartenders, you nonstop talker. Hey, what a rocker. rocker. Blue-eyed murder in a side swipe dress. Change. And nothing stays the same. Unchanged. And you hit the ground ground running. Yeah, Nothing stays the same. Unchanged. And you hit the crowd front, I know. All right, let's get on down the road. Pay him. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. How do I get here from here, baby? If 
wow, how's it going? If I don't get where I'm going, here's to your thin red line. I'm crossing over. What did I do? Did I yeah. remember? It's been a long time. All right. Oh. Hey, bang a gong on that one. Oh, my God. That one ruled the roost back in the day. Oh, that's a great one. Well, that's off of uh, you, Fair Warning, right? Fair Warning? Yes. Thank you. One of one of the most vicious albums you will ever really listen to. It's a great, it's recorded a great in, album. Recorded in, recorded in 21 days in a marijuana haze and an alcohol booze-fueled recording session. Absolutely the way it's supposed to be done, if you ask me. Hell yeah. Uh, well, I'm Bruce Springsteen. I'll put out a record in two years. Hi, we're Van Halen. We'll make one in about a month. How you go? How you doing? Unchanged. That's, a, that's one of my fa- that's that's one of my favorite. It's definitely top five. Uh, top five. All right, let's get on down the road. We've been talking for a while here. Let's go on down to Houston. Oh, geez, what's left of them? Romeo Cornell taking over. Yeah. The Rock went ten and six with the Cleveland Browns in two thousand seven, and now he's back at the helm, taking over a team for about the fourteenth time. Houston Texans versus Gardner Minshew the 18th and the Jacksonville Jaguars. We're going to talk about that for three minutes now. Let's put our heads down and get to it, Mission. Come on now. What are you talking about, head down, getting to it? I'm talking about getting to it. You're talking about get, putting your head down and getting to it. That's what Romeo Cornell is going to be telling the football players of the Houston Texans. He's going to say, I don't want to hear your bullshit. I want your attitude right. And we are not going 0-5 against the 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 soon-to-be uh, superstar Gardner Minshew in the wide receiver group he has there. Problem with this game is Houston's a mess. Watson is the man. The wide receiver room, you got to take Fuller. The tight end is hurt. You got to start Fuller this week. You got to start David Johnson. David Johnson, uh-huh. You got to start Watson. And then you got to say to yourself, that Jayville's defense is so bad that they're going to overcome the loss of their coach. They're going to be free, free, set them free. They're going to be focused. Jacksonville's not that kind of team. Jacksonville's a little, a little bit gritty, even though they dump, you know, they dump so many players. Minshew, plus or who's bad? Let's put it this way. I think Watson is a 27-point scorer this week. He's going to run one in, 60 yards on the ground, and he hasn't done any of that this year. He's going to be set free. 27 fantasy points. The question is, does Gardner Minshew match him point for point this week, Mr. Cabasso? What say you? I say no way. I think this is going to be wow. a – I think I think the, the Texans are going to be like, I'm so glad that asshole is gone. And let's, he's going to – they're going to be like, oh, we're finally free. And you know who's coming back, whose name we haven't heard shit from this year? Duke, no, who's that? Duke Johnson. Look for him to have 60 yards and a touchdown. Mishy, you heard her here first. There you go. So Houston's ready to go. Um, I'm That's not Duke Johnson, not David Johnson. If you're if you're running backs or you're if you're running back, uh, you need a running back, and you're you know down to the bare bones. Pick up Duke Johnson. Take a chance on him. Can I tell a, a funny fantasy football story, Mister Goodbye? About Duke Johnson? Yes, of course. Sure, Sir Duke. Sure, 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 Sir Duke, Sir Duke. I uh, I play in the league, and we got a friend of ours. I won't name his name because he's a funny boy, and he gets upset when I call him out for the wrong reasons. So we were reviewing the draft at the end of the draft night, and we're on the telephone on the ones and twos saying, man, how'd you do? He goes, oh, I got the steal of the draft. 
He goes, really, the steal of the draft? Who the hell did you draft that you stole? I looked at your draft. Your team's going to suck. And he didn't like that. He goes, no, I got me David Johnson in the, in the 13th round. I said, you got who in the 13th round? He goes, D. Johnson. It's right there looking at me. I said, you're looking at Duke Johnson, pal. You're not looking at David Johnson. He goes, oh, I was starting ready to sing the David Johnson song. Now I got to sing the Duke Johnson song. So he started singing Duke Johnson. Uh huh. <laughs> America, wild. what that? America, that's called turning um, turning cabbage into coleslaw. You make a mistake, you make you make something good with it. That's the side story. So in this game, as the three minutes are up, um, in this game again, Deshaun Watson is the man. For um, and Will Fuller's the man. I'm not trusting anyone else there except David Johnson because you have to trust him. He has to be so good this week that it's not funny. Uh, James Robinson, uh, undrafted free agent running back there in uh, Jayville, is a must-start. DJ, DJ Chalk is back from injury, must-start. My man, and I keep telling you people, LaVisca Chenault Jr. Um, played half a game, and he put up last week. We're going to check his health, but people keep him on the radar. Um, unfortunately, James O'Shaughnessy didn't score a touchdown. Oh, Jimmy, week, come on, Jimmy. He's got to try harder, Mr. Kibasa. He has to try harder. Try harder, and, Jimmy. Come on. And uh, <laughs> Gardner Minshew, in your opinion, Mr. Kibasa, and we'll get out of here. Um, Gardner Minshew, uh, three touchdowns this week or less responsible for in Jacksonville? <sighs> two, two passing, one rushing. There you go. It makes Minshew a top 10 uh, quarterback, and everyone's back in love with him. What do you think about that? Everything old is new again and vice versa. <laughs> you know, there are sometimes, you know, there ain't no way I'm staying home tonight. I'll be out to the morning light. Yeah. Hanging around in a local parking lot, checking out the girls and seeing what they got. What do they got? Whew. When it's me and the boys, we start playing love with them human toys. We wind them up and let them go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's hot summer nights and my radio. That's all we need, baby. Don't you know? Celebrate when the gang's all here. Because hot summer nights, that's my time of the year. All right. Bang that gong. I know, I was hoping you I delivered a 500 pizzas listening to that song back when that came out, man. Wore that tape out. Oh, wore it out. And uh, it was worth everything. It was worth everything. There's no question. Where are we going next? All right, let's go to San Franceschi. The Niners. With Nick Mullins still a quarterback? We don't know. Uh, welcoming the Dolphins. Fitzgerald still a quarterback? I, I think we know. Uh, is Miles Gaskin my guy? Is he going to be my flex that I've been wanting him to be all year? I don't know. We're going to find out in about three minutes here because we're going to start talking about it right now. The uh, Miami Dolphins uh, had uh, have played some real good football, and they're going out to San Francisco where they're still not so healthy. In America, and Mr. Kobasa, and everyone who's possibly listening, Miami Dolphins are shocking the world and beating the San Francisco 49ers this week. Hey, oh. Done and done. 
I don't think that the 49ers got the healthy horses with a couple of exceptions, and we'll call them out. And I really think that this magic wants to keep this job. The, the Miami Dolphins have played a, enough offense to be in these games. The defenses certainly let them down. And when you're coming against a San Francisco team that doesn't know who the starting quarterback is until Jimmy Garoppolo comes back, C.J. Befford, or, or the other guy, man, that's just nothing but problems. McKinnick is now a problem because he's not Mozart. And McKinnick, he, if you got him, you can think about starting him, but I believe you'll be disappointed. Uh, Greg Kittle, old world Greg Kittle, got to start him. Is he going to get you 24 fantasy points again this week? I highly doubt it. Um, my pickup, the guy I've been talking about, and I made his mistake before, is Debo Samuel. Um, he's coming back into his own, and I have him – He's coming back to play, so he'll get in his own. He'll get his reps up. This may or may not be the week to start him, but I have him, Depot Samuel, tentatively in my starting lineup. I can see him rushing for a touchdown. I can see him being that switchblade and get 130, 140 yards and a touchdown in this game. Might be a superior play. You're going to say I got the 49ers defense. I drafted him. I got to keep him the best in defense in the NFL, blah, 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 on paper. They are so hurt. They have three or their four starting defensive backs out. Half their old, half their defensive line, the, the good players, are out. And they're a mess. And I think Mr. Gaston is a touchdown maker on the road. I think Mr. Gaston is a double-digit 13 to 14-point fantasy score. The wide receiver room in Miami is the one that's going to be the big benefit. Um, Preston Williams is going to score a touchdown this week, 75 to 80 yards and a touchdown. The uh, rejuvenated Devontae Parker, get your crayons out. You got them, start them. Because Ryan Fitzmagic is throwing four bleeping touchdowns this week. And Miami is shocking the world. And I'm starting all the people I just said. A lot of, people, a lot of people picked up Jeff Wilson last week because they had to and they thought they might have a chance of something. He didn't do shit. Anything for I, him uh, this week? I mentioned, I mentioned him. Okay. I mentioned him. You know. You know, Jeff Wilson, you know, again, I'm a little bit down here with McKinnon, but McKinnon's going to get enough touches. I think that uh, I think that Jeff Wilson, I overestimated. I think the San Francisco uh, offense is going to bog down with a few exceptions. And Debo Samuel is my flyer on there. And, of course, George Kittle is the man. So you have to start him. Other than that, I'm avoiding this. I'm loving the Dolphins this weekend. Loving them. Fits Mark magic. it down, people. All right. <laughs> you know what I'm marking down? Now you, yeah, lonely days across the water because it's magic first. <laughs> we should have waited for that. There you go. What are you marking down, Mr. Kabatsa? Well, you know, summertime's here, babe. Need something to keep you cool. Oh, summertime's here, babe. Need something to keep you cool. Better look out now, old. Mishy's got something for you. I'll tell you what it is. I'm your ice cream man. Stop me when I'm passing by. Oh, bye bye. I'm your ice cream man, baby. Stop me when I'm passing by. Seeing all my flavors are guaranteed to satisfy. Hold on a second, baby. I got good lemonade, Dixie cups. There you go. Eddie Van Halen, rest in peace, brother. 
Mount Everest, the bucket, used to turn its back to the crowd so they wouldn't see how he was playing that crazy, crazy shit on his guitar. He patented a part for his guitar so he could tap. A little thing he put on the board on the back so he could tap better. Great move. Go hammer on that. Go hammer on that. He disconnected all his guitars and put them back together. The, uh, you know, the things you hear about him, the things you didn't hear about him, you knew, always oh, a celebrity. Do you know in, in the last years of his life who Ed Van Halen's boy was? Wolfgang Van Halen? Oh. He hung out. He, Him and George Lopez were golfing buddies, huh. and they would golf virtually every day of the week. That's awesome. So, you know George Lopez, a comedian? He's a TV, funny dude, a real funny place. dude. Oh, oh. Can you imagine George Lopez hanging out, being cool, and who's he playing golf with, man? I'm playing, you know, I'm playing golf with Ed. Oh, who's Ed? Oh, Ed Van Halen. Oh, that's... <laughs> How about that? How about that? Where are we going next, Mr. Kilbach? Let's go to a game that I don't know a lot of people don't want to watch, but Cowboys fans will always watch. Giants fans, I don't know. They're at the end of their rope just about. But Dallas at home again, hosting your New York, not yours. Everybody else's New York football Giants coming in. Oh, they're limping in. Oh, Dallas is hurting. Oh, man. Dallas, I think, is going to be pissed off, and New York's going to be sad. And we're going to talk about it for three minutes. Start it up. New York football giants at the Dallas Cowboys in Jerry World, right? Is that, is that what I'm hearing That's from what you? I'm is that hearing. what we got going on? That's what we got going All on right. in Michigan. New York football giants, we spoke about them. They're not as bad as the New York football Jets. Um, and yet they are a team with big problems. Dallas Cowboys, big problems. Um, this is two teams with new head coaches are now in after four weeks, super underachieving teams, but for different reasons, I've seen the Dallas Cowboys coach, Mike McCarthy, in my humble opinion, put uh, a game on the table to be taken away. And it was, and that is terrible coaching. And I'd be furious if I was a Cowboy fan, but that's just the way it goes. If I'm in the New York football giants, I'm just, just hoping to survive and be better than the Jets. Give them one win. Please give them one win. That's all they want. Danny Jones is uh Daniel Jones is a non-starter. Can't do it. Um, Darius Slayton is a touchdown maker. You drafted him, you waited him, you waited for this week. Evan Ingram is the tight end play of the world, people. People have cut Evan Ingram. And against the Dallas Cowboys, the Dallas Cowboys historically and in 2020 give up the most fantasy points to tight ends. And this is a week to start Evan Ingram as, as a player. The New York football Giants are not going to win this game. They can't keep up. Dallas Cowboys are going to get touchdowns. They are not going to continue to get the production and the necessary production from Dak Prescott because they don't need to this week. Ezekiel Elliott is the must play. Hands down, the must play. You got Dak Prescott. You're not going to get 44 fantasy points this week. You'd be, I think, if you get 25 points from Dak this week, you should be happy. Just a complete different ball game. Dallas Cowboys take care of their business. It's 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 not even going to be that close. Cowboys are going to beat them up because the um, just the Giants are really bad. The Giants are really bad. It's too bad. It's too bad. And this, you know, this used to be a, a circle it on the calendar, throw the uh, throw the records out the window type of game. But now it's just like, eh. what do you think of Mike McCarthy, Michy? 
Um, I'm saying as a new coach, um, that was a big, we spoke of this earlier this year that the new coaches might have some problems through this off season of COVID. And we're seeing that. I believe that's what we're seeing with McCarthy. And as I said a moment ago, I, in my humble opinion, he's given away two games with his strategy and game calling so far mm. in Dallas. And, and that is completely unacceptable. You know what I would say to Mike, Car- Mike McCarthy at the end of this year? Get a As new a Dallas job. Cowboy owner? No. Some bum-ba-dee-da, bum-ba-dee-da, bum-ba-dee-da-dee-da. Happy trails to you until we meet again. Happy trails to you. Keep smiling until then. Ooh. About the clouds when we're together, just sing a song and think of tearing it up with the head deep cut. Last track on Diver Down, I believe. That's Happy Trails, Bishy. Great job. Thank you, sir. That's what the Cowboys should do to Mike McCarthy as soon as they can. <laughs> uh, I, like, I like it when the songs fit the, uh, the emotive uh, qualities of the selection. Where are we going next, Mr. Let's go to the Sunday Nighter. Already? Already the Sunday Nighter. The Seattle Supersonics. <laughs> Are hosting the We Can't Make Up Our Minds About Ourselves Minnesota Golden Vikings, Michi. Sunday night at 820. Out there on the West Coast, uh, hopefully uh, the air quality is good enough to breathe. Because we're going to talk about it for three minutes starting now. Um, Russell Wilson is uh, king of all kings. Uh, Andrew, Andrew. Um, Aaron Rodgers would like to think he's an MVP candidate, but as we know, the Packers got a bye week and the Lions again, America have a bye week. And in case everyone was wondering, Russell Wilson is the man for a reason. He's got Chris Carson on his team. Must start guy. Um, he's got Tyler Lockett and DK. How you like me now? Metcalf on his team. And those three skill players with Russell Wilson dealing is of course undefeated thus far this year, and they're going to stay undefeated. Um, if you got them, start them and be happy about it. Um, my opinion is the Seahawks win this game. Um, and Minnesota, although they can compete because the Seahawks defense isn't all that much, your must starts are Dalvin Cook. I believe he's he is the man leading uh pro football in touchdowns. Um, Adam Thielen has become the uh, singular WR1 with the rookie. If you picked it up, just Justin Jefferson, I'll tell you what, you want to start him against Seattle, you might have some problems, but go ahead. Less than 10 fantasy points. You don't know which tight end is going to catch a ball. You don't know which Kirk Cousins is going to show up. The good Kirk Cousins or the ugly Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins my, minus 20 fantasy points this week. 
Delvin Cook is your starter. Adam Thielen is your must starter for Minnesota. And uh, they lose this ball game, and they're tripping in Minnesota right now. Tripping. Cold tripping. Cold tripping in the house of Prince. Are you kidding me? Uh, you know, and it's uh, it's nobody's fault but theirs. But right now, Mike Zimmer's got to right. Mike Zimmer's got to consider himself on the hot seat because they just it's more than a string of bad luck. It's um, it's more than the COVID. They're just not as good as they thought they were. And uh, I was a big fan of Minnesota going into the season, and I am completely off the bandwagon. I was a bigger fan of Russell Wilson going into the season, as you know. And he's all world. Write it down. This one might not be close. We might just look for fantasy scoring in this game from the guys we mentioned and, you know, find something else to do. Maybe make some tacos. Maybe wow. make some fish tacos. You're, yeah, say, you're saying a squash match. Yeah, they're going to get squishy squash. Minnesota's not. Minnesota's going to have some things going on, but they're not going to have enough good things going on to uh, – to uh, to really take care of the business against the Seattle club. I love Chris Carson this week. I love both wide receivers this week. Um, any of those three guys can be multiple touchdown players. you got to start them. I don't see anything crazy except the superstars from Seattle taking care of business and being fantasy studs this week. That's what I say about that, Mr. Kibasa. How you doing? How you doing? I I know what you're saying. You're saying that if you are a little Minnesota Viking fan – they may talk about you cold when you were headed for the skies. But you were young and bold, and baby, didn't that change with the wink of your eye? Now no one's talking about those crazy days gone days by. Gone by. No one talks about the times you cried. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, here you go, Michael Anthony. Sing it to me. You were the little dreamer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you were the little dreamer. You're the little dreamer right here, baby. That's all yeah, man. That's some, sometimes that's my fine Sky Fantasy Football picks. Matt, you're pulling one out of the archives. Is that from the first record, Mr. Kibasa? Little Dreamer? That is off of... Uh... That's from the first record. Is it? It's not. A, I, th- I, I think it's 1984. I think it's on 1984. No. It's not? Okay, it's on Van Halen record. 1. You're right. You're right. And I can tell you why I know that. Can I tell you another little side Van Halen story? Sure. to make the, uh, the make my heart bond for things sometimes? Sure. My sister, was the, my sister brought home the Van Halen album, the first one, within a week of it being released. My sister had access. She may have even worked in some record stores, but we had access to a lot of things. And she brought that home, and she said, come up and listen to this. I had not heard it. I was 13 years old. And my sister played it for me, and she pulled out this poster, a diamond day, with his bl- and his black and white, sort of with his arch, with his hair all dripping down. She goes, look at this guy. I said, hold on a minute. Listen to the rest of these guys. You know, we'll call her The Rock. Rock, listen to this. Um, listen to the rest of these guys. And uh, she goes, no, look at the guy with the fancy and the hair and look at how lovely I said. I said, Rock, this is a this 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 is a rocking band. And so, as a consequence, my sister and I spent a lot of time listening to Van Halen, and I'm grateful that my sister was that kind of musicologist that would share with her her little brother. It's perfect, beautiful. That's my Van Halen side story. Rest in peace. Eddie Van Halen. Van Halen's music will live forever. David Lee Roth will live forever. Uh, Sure. Rest in peace, The Rock. 
There you go. Rest in peace, Missy's sister. In memory, in, in memory of the Rock. No question. Bringing all all the tasty things in the mid seventies, where uh, Missy was listening to FM radio long before uh, everybody else was, and it was good. And the Rock bringing home all these tasty albums, like Van Halen and Van Halen too. She made me go out and buy William, uh, women and children first for myself. She made me go out and do that. She said, I am not buying it. I'm, no, I'm not doing it. You buy your own now. I was old enough. You got a job. Go buy your own. So I did. But uh, The Rock got us on the right path. And speaking of right path, what's left here for uh, week five? And the grand finale of week five, the Monday Nighter, Drew Brees. Maybe Jared Cook. I don't know. Welcome in whoever is left on the L.A. Chargers, Michigan. We'll talk about it for three minutes or whatever. Starting now. Oh, my God. And this is the Monday night game that we're all waiting to see Mr. Boston? Yes, indeed. You want to tell me? You tell me what you see in this game because I'm getting. A, I'm. I'm not sure what to make of this. I'm not sure what to make of this. What do you think? Okay, let me see here, Mishy. You, you got the Chargers. You got the Saints. You got like a, a underachieving team in the Chargers. You got a team that Drew Brees is getting old. Monday night. Is this going to be a sleep fest or is this going to be a love fest for the rookie quarterback or a love fest for the veteran quarterback? I don't see. I can't tell. Let's hope it's a shootout. Let's hope. I mean, Eckler's injured. So that's going to mean Josh Kelly or eh, who else? I mean, I don't even know. Keenan Allen might have a game. But, you know, Keenan Allen is, to me, remains an overrated ball player. Um, Hitbrick, the quarterback, is a nice quarterback on the road in a dome. Monday Night Football as a rookie, it can't be good. It, and and I, Alvin Kamara is a must-start. Michael Thomas is not playing. This is going to be one of those games where Kamara is the number one running back. You got him. You drafted him. You're laughing at me. You're laughing at the rest of your league because Kamara is a 35-point the dominant man on the football field this week. Holy cow. And I would take a flyer, Mr. Kibasa, and I know I asked the question and interrupted. I do apologize. No apologies but, necessary in the sausage hut, Michigan. This, this, is a, this is a case, if you took Michigan's recommendations on defensive touchdowns and you got the three, you know, the parlay and you wheeled it, you probably, uh, for a dollar, you're probably up $97. And I would put a dollar on the Saints defense to intercept the Charger rookie quarterback, and that might be um, – the most solid play of the week after it's just incredible saints will win this game they shouldn't they'll be three and two drew Brees is gonna under is just underdone not good enough i'm voting for Jameis winston they're going into a bye week america get your crayons out and be prepared for Jameis winston to start playing some football when the saints come back from the bye week that's the big story there mr kielbasa Uh, the running back the rookie running back in san diego ain't trust them um, and therefore, against this team, I'm going to say this is going to be a lower scoring game. This might be 24-14 kind of ball game. And when the Saints, when the Saints go marching in, when the Saints go marching in, now I want you, to be there. In that okay, number, well, you, but... you told people to pick up Latavius Murray a couple weeks ago. You said he's going to be getting touches. You he said scored, he's going he touched to be down. Touches. How many touchdowns last week for Latavius? I told you about that. Yeah, he this scored week, zero. He, 
Latavius did not. He did not. Latavius Murray. Oh, I'm sorry. He scored two. My bad. Two, two rushing Thank you very touchdowns. much. Okay. I'm going to see for a reason. There and I told you, you that was going to happen. You were trying to bust me, and you were looking down the wrong line. I was I'm thinking so of Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry is another dude you talked up, and he hasn't scored a touchdown. Not going to happen this week. But if you think, Mr. Kibas, because you're good at this, if you got that itch and that feeling, and you're short on a tight end, go ahead and do it. But, you know, give yourself, well, you know, let your fantasy football, you know, matchup go all the way to Sunday night hoping for Hunter Henry and I'm here to tell you that might not be you know that might not be the way to go fair enough lot fair enough that sounds I uh I want to I want to uh you know I want to say one more thing before I got another thing to say can I do that you don't have to Mr. ask Michi. you don't have to ask I, Michi. Uh, where can the, where's the feedback going for this quality program? How are people getting in touch with you right now, Mr. Kobasa? I'm uh, I'm Johnny Kobasa on Twitter. You can message me there. I'm Johnny Kobasa Rocks on Instagram, making great videos for every every stupid thing we put out here. I mean, every awesome thing we put out here. Uh, JohnnyKobasa.com for all your needs, for all your um, adult contemporary needs. That's where you can get. That's where you can catch us. That's where you can get. Drop us a line. You got any? You want to hear something? You want to tell us to fuck off? Go ahead. You know, Mr. Kibasa, it's not what you are; it's how you dress. That's one thing I learned from you guys. I must confess. Now look at me now. I got this job, not just being myself. No, no. I went out, got some brand new shoes, and now I'm walking like a someone else. Maybe I'm crazy or just too hot. Temporarily pacified. Looking for my piece of the pie. And I got to remember the rest of the lyrics. Ah, let's see. Here we go. Something special. Give me something new. Some other go. Some brand new group to sink my teeth into. Just sitting around getting high. Temporarily pacified. Mm. Bang that gong, Missy. <laughs> I'm going to bang a gong right now. And I want to tell you that I got to remember the rest of the lyrics because that's what's going down on the inside. You know what else, Mr. Kabasa? What's that? Don't let this get around to the outside. And that's from OU812, the closing track, people. There you go. Deep I cut. believe it was called Inside Outside. And Sammy was writing a song, and Ed and Alex and, and Michael Anthony were jamming on it. And if you want to play OU812 and skip right to it, it's one of the trippy songs on the album. They became known for like one kind of strange rocker on each album, and that was it. Sucker in a three-piece was one of those. You know, Van Halen had their moments, man. They would play what they wanted to play, and everything they played sounded like a Van Halen song. And the uniqueness of that unto itself made them, like, one of the best bands ever. And the quality of the music, and when I saw them, I went there with all intentions of letting them kick my ass in a rock and roll kind of way, and they never, ever disappointed. It's fantastic. 
fantastic. And that's the Van Halen Week 5 program, Mr. Cabasa. What do you think? Oh, man. Rest in peace. Yeah, we're, we're, do, we're paying homage to the man. Pay homage to Michi because he's the foremost fantasy football expert. All you dopes talking on the internet and talking on the TV. I know you get all your information from Michi. You might as well start giving him some credit. Some of them do. They do. And I want to add one more thing, Mr. Cabasa. Sure. All these variation tracks, I had to close my eyes, go into a different part of my uh, brain because I'm in fantasy football mind. And I had to do that stuff off the top of my head. So every track that I messed up or got right, that's all from memory. And massive, massive rotations on my jukebox. Fantastic. How many minds are have a have a room that's full of Van Halen in them? If you grew up, I do. I, I do. do too, man. It's an hour, tons of it. It's all you. And how many bands can you say that? After? Yeah, not many. Changed the world. Their music changed the world. Edward's vision and his talent and his fingertips and his touch and his soul changed the course of popular music. Hey, Mishy, what do you do you think you want uh, to feel like coming back tomorrow and uh, talking about Van Halen, doing an in-depth uh, thing? Because I'm going to be doing it regardless. You're welcome to join me. Do you want to talk well, some I more about Van Halen? I, I, threw a, I threw a couple of nice little uh, tidbits in Van Halen about that. I've got a few more to share with you that I didn't share. All right. I can't wait. We'll do that. We'll do that tomorrow. Right, let me know. Let oh. me know. I'll be happy to. Okay. And on Good that luck note, with your fantasy football team, Mr. Cavasso. Good luck with yours. Games. Oh, I'm, the- a, I'm on the right pro. I'm on fire. I'm just being part of this sausage shop program, people. No lie. Mishy's on fire. Go back and listen to last week. I should have an intern say, but if you followed the Mishy Cavasso Butcher Playbook last week, you're a big winner. You do it again this week, got a bingo. Big winner two weeks in a row. Do it. Don't mess around. Parts and letters to Johnny Keg. That's week five in a big-ass nutshell for all y'all. We hope you go out there and kill everybody on your fantasy football team. Let's hope they're still going to be playing football next week. We're going to assume they are, and we're going to assume that we're going to win because you came to Fantasy Football Ferocity on the Sausage Hut Podcast, baby. We'll see you next week, everybody. Thanks.